0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, America.
1: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on?
2: Oh, you
1: know, just enjoying
2: the uh, uh, blink and you miss a transition between winter and summer we have here in Chicago, where it's now
1: uh, 91 degrees. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, here too. Tomorrow is going to be like, they said, like 89 degrees.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, there is an expression here in Chicago that uh, we have three seasons, winter, summer, and spider season. And that's very, very true because uh, right around, you know, Halloween time, suddenly there's just fucking spiders everywhere you look outside. Uh, all of the the tunnels you have to take to get to the lakefront that run underneath uh, Lakeshore Drive, which is yeah. our uh, illustrious 10 uh, lane freeway. And they actually have speed, uh, speed limit signs that say 40 miles an hour and nobody is going under 70 on on that fucking road. So there's all these like pedestrian tunnels to get to the lakefront, and they all have a hundred thousand spiders in them, <laughs> just like <laughs> like clinging to the, like like the lights in, in there. Right, and you know, walking through there, women will be like like cowering, like oh, like just you know, walking as far to the other side of the wall as possible. And, you know, like you'll see teenagers like pushing each other towards the fucking spider wall. <laughs>
0: it's just,
2: you know, even I'm like, I'm out on a bike and I'm just like, like ducking down because they're just like literally hanging from the fucking ceiling. It's, like thousands, thousands, thousands of fucking spiders. Oh, God.
1: And there's nothing worse when you get wrapped up in a web too. like that shit just never comes. Oh, you. Uh, if
2: you if you even touch the web, you would have 20 spiders on you. They're that Ugh, dense. God. Yeah,
1: it's just it's like
2: Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom <laughs> shit. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, and everyone who lives in Chicago will go to the lakefront at some point, you know, in the late summer to fall. So that, like everyone knows what this, what this is. So, right. uh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of spider bugs, I went and saw the last, uh, ep- episode of Marvel, um, <laughs> whatever this one was the, in the multitude of sadness or the mouth of madness. I don't know what the fuck it was, but, uh, it was really good. Doctor um, Strange
1: and the sounds of sadness. Yeah. I think right. Here was. we go.
2: Uh, <laughs> And it, you know it, it was Sam Raimi, who I, I you know obviously I wasn't was ever a big fan of the earlier Spider-Man
1: movies that he did uh, or the other ones that someone else did. You th- they really um, hold up a lot better than than I think. But but yeah, but I yeah, mean, was, they, they were know. what they were. The, the second one I thought was just genuinely a great superhero movie that they yeah. don't make like that anymore. But I mean,
2: Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, and you know, Sword Let, Army I mean, or, like those are those are just like you know cult classics. They're always going to be good. Uh, just having fun with horror. You know, horror comedy, and there's and, a lot of that in this movie. Um, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, and then a lot of people are like, "Oh, but it's still too Marvel, and they wouldn't let them do." It's like, whatever. They're they're gonna they're gonna tell them, "Here's the movie we want you to make," and then right. you want you to come up with creative shit on your own, and then you know whatever. It's like this is whatever, but it's it's like you have all these fans who they watch. You know, a hundred. Uh, prediction videos on YouTube before they go to see it. And then they go see it and they go, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. It's like, then stop fucking (laughs) spending your whole day watching all these goddamn YouTube videos that build up your expectations. Just go in it with an open mind, just fucking have fun and enjoy it. Right. You know, like it's just in, and there's definitely like, there's a scene in there that's like the most like amazing, violent fucking, holy fucking shit. What just happened? Uh, scene that I like. I was not expecting anything like that. Uh, and if you've seen it, you'll know what scene I am talking about. But it's also just, you know, everybody, uh, everybody has a really good arc in the movie. You know, you think like, oh, well, they have already done the arc of these characters. It's like, no, you, not really. Like, they're not done. Your, your your story doesn't end just with that movie. Like, there is still more to you know, develop there. Um, and it also doesn't end in like a giant fucking CGI set piece. You know, that there's just like shit blowing up everywhere and just it's, you know, just a fucking mess. Uh, the ending is actually just like really fucking tight and really emotionally impactful. So uh, I dug it. I had a funny thing that happened, uh, though, on the way in uh, <laughs> where this theater I go to uh, is, you know, walkable, just walking distance. And uh, I, I love it. Old 19 teens, built in 19 teens theater. Um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yep, you know, sorry, it was really quiet and I was just like, I thought maybe we lost the connection. No, no, we're good. Um a great old historic theater, I love it, but their alcohol they charge for theirs, it's like twelve dollars for a cup of wine. it's like, I'm not fucking paying that. Right. So I've always just like bought little, you know, those little uh like mini boxed wines, right? They're like yeah. five bucks. And you know, you just throw a couple of those in your you know bag or whatever. And they've never fucking said a word to me, right? But one time when I was walking out, they turned the lights up, you know, this is like months ago, probably, uh, they turned the lights up and I had like a, uh, empty can of white claw. And I just, as I'm walking out the door, I tossed it in the, in the, uh, whatever the, the big bin that the, uh, the, uh, theater attendant had to come in and clean out the place. I just kind of tossed it in there and all of a sudden behind me, I hear, sir, sir, and I didn't realize it like, like a theater manager was staying right there, too. And I just keep walking and he starts following me and he's like, sir, sir. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. The guy's coming after me because he saw that I tossed an empty container that's from outside. The, like, seriously. So I just you kept want me to walking. throw it back up. Like, what do you want me to do? Bro? Right. So I'm like, OK, fucking homeowner. And I know he's talking to me. He's, he's right. like right behind me. And I just kept walking, and uh I, I like I was like, if this guy fucking grabs my arm from behind, I'm gonna turn around, fucking pop him, right? Because like, <laughs> like, what the fuck, didn't. dude? Like, but okay. still, like knowing that, knowing that, I'm like, I gotta be really fucking careful, like, don't, you know, like uh, I feel right, like I'm right, a teenager right. again, right? So, so
1: fucking stupid. I mean, fuck uh, off, you. Prince. Yeah, they, like, well, just... they, you know,
2: they gotta make money, but it's like I'm already, I already come here like every other weekend anyway, so like I'm, I'm definitely supporting your local independent theater. So, uh, you know, I'm walking into the theater to see uh, Doctor Strange 2, and it was not nearly as busy as I thought it'd be, and I was, like, the only one, like, walking through the lobby at that moment, and I got my ticket, and, uh, you know, the kid who's tearing it in half, he looks like he's probably, like, 23 or so, Mm -hmm. and tears my ticket, he was like, oh, theater one on your left, I'm like, cool, thanks, and I get about 10 feet past him, and he goes, actually, I gotta check your bag, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and i'm like what you're not the fucking manager you're just a regular guy come on we're you know and so i it's you know i just like like a little you know chrome industry sling bag and i flip it around and as i'm unzipping i'm like i don't have any fucking video equipment or anything like that with me but i got two things of wine and he goes oh no you're fine go ahead
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i was like okay so we're
2: like you were gonna be a dick to me about you know if i had a camera but you know so so i was trying to process like what what in his brain was like right i i, I got to make sure nobody's bootlegging movies in here but i don't care if you fucking drink your own shit right
1: <laughs> like and also like i don't have a gun in here which you know is, is probably oh, yeah yeah another but, like, concern now so but it, it's like it
2: so he, he's, you know, doesn't care if, like, the theater doesn't make as much money as it could from alcohol sales.
1: Right, because they're paying but, him $8 but, an hour. He right. do not give a fuck.
2: But he's got some, like, philosophical, uh, philosophical axe grind against bootleggers, you know, filming new movies on a camcorder and then
1: putting it out on the internet, apparently. I don't know. I, I just sat there thinking about it for, like, 10 minutes before the movie started. <laughs> like, or Marvel, like, Marvel-like fucking probably drills it into their into like people's, like, if we find out that this was recorded at your theater, you'll never show another Marvel movie, right, blah, blah, right. blah some shit, well, I'm sure and, and, you know
2: like a lot of people have you know a little sling bag that's like too small to fit like a like a large professional camcorder but I think you know that once I walked past him he looked and the one I had is it's like a little it's not like a full size messenger bag but it's big enough that you could fit you know like a, a 4k video camera in it right barely. yeah like a, just a, like right. a flip, so we flip probably saw that and camera. was like and eh, we've been told that if it's a bag that size we gotta you gotta check it and when I Showed him it was just you know illegally smuggled in
1: alcohol. He was like, ah, oh, you're good. <laughs> God, I, I mean, got, he knew what was up. I mean, do people even give a shit about bootlegging anymore? like, I feel like I've I, I haven't watched a bootleg movie in so many years. Like, I feel like that the, the market for that must have really. I mean, because nobody has a fucking DVD player anymore either. Like for the most part, yeah, like, you know? I mean, it's like
2: probably it's it's like they probably have cameras in the lobby and he knows he's on camera and there's probably some that that jerk off manager i told you about Probably right. sitting in an office watching the fucking video and he's probably had people walking with bags and was like why didn't you stop and check their bag before so
1: that's right. that's probably why he did it you right know? of course um yeah and, and yeah and you mentioned you know sam raimi I, I i love sam raimi i love evil dead i mean it's just beyond the fact that it's a great horror movie um it's just a great achievement of indie filmmaking like when you actually hear like the story of how that movie was made for fucking no money they just like a bunch of fucking you know film school kids like out in the woods with like no budget doing this crazy fucking movie yeah um, they're all from michigan state too which is my uh, mother's alma mater oh nice nice uh spartans right yeah spartans yep. uh yeah so fucking um yeah it, it's just you know he is he, he, he's up there with with the kind of you know the his contemporaries from the you know the 80s and late 80s early 90s of guys that just like fucking did it themselves and are now just the biggest directors in the world and um yeah no I always hats hats off to Sam Raimi and he's also a guy that like I feel he always gets his kind of like auteurs touch on anything he makes no matter how you know, commercial or shallow or whatever it is. Like, he always there's always elements of like you watch that scene from Spider Man Two with the fucking where they're operating on Doc Ock's like uh uh fucking arms or whatever. And he like wakes up and just starts like, you know, like tearing the fucking doctors apart. And it's shot just like Evil Dead, like it's shot like a fucking horror movie. And it's like he just, you know, him James Gunn's another one more recently. Like when you watch, you know, the new Suicide Squad movie, where it's like, yeah, they had to work within the rigid confines of like the studio, you know, you know, mega budget comic book system, but they still can can make something, you know, that they can say it's uniquely theirs. So. Yeah, it's, well, it's tough and, to do. I appreciate
2: that. People, rightfully so, are worried that, like, oh, they're taking all the creative things out of the hands of the director. It's like, well, well most they are for the most part, but most directors don't write their own scripts anyway. So right. when a director gets handed a script. And the movie director, you know, the studio says you're going to make this movie. It's like they're already locked in to make that script, right? So right. they, you know, they, they, it, that's that's baked into almost all movies, right? Right. But there are uh, obvi- there there are so many things in this movie that mm-hmm. uh, and Doctor Strange too, um, that are like clearly not just stylistic choices, but like things that you can tell Raimi came up with on his own mm-hmm. that are just fucking amazing. Like you know, they, they always say like you know a great movie's got to have three really good scenes and no bad ones. And this movie <laughs> has that. Um, I, I I would put this in like the top five best Marvel films, honestly. Nice. Um, and it's it's not just like, you know, the thing I always hate about Marvel movies is like in the middle of really intense shit, uh, you know, intense, you know, emotional things, they'll just throw in like, you know, a stupid fucking joke. Quick. Right. And it's just like, it, it makes it like, okay, this is just like the Disney cartoonification, you know, where we can't have anything to be too scary. Right. And there was a lot of parents that were like, this movie is way too fucking scary for PG-13. I couldn't <laughs> take my kid to see it. It's like, why are you taking a child to see a PG-13 movie in the first place, lady? Like, that's there's a reason that PG-13 is there, because it's like, hey, under 13, you probably shouldn't be exposing your kids to this. Right. right. Um, but I love that, that you're still like pushing. Like, you can tell Faye is really pushing the envelope against Disney, trying to get it more and more violent. So Disney is finally going to be like, okay, we have to go for the R rating. We can't show this shit to kids anymore. You know? And that's, I, I love that element of it. That It's, it's like they, you know, cause the, the comic books are really fucking violent. I don't know if people know this, but right. like the, the shit that's actually in comic books
1: is vastly more violent than anything you're going to see in a Marvel film. It, yeah. so far <laughs> especially I mean the, the fucking like the 90s stuff like the Marvel Knights thing that they did like that run where it was just you know made f- like f- like basically like 18 plus do not buy this for your child if oh, it's, I, you know I, I remember Punisher i Punisher stuff they did in that one era. of the first
2: issues of X-Men I ever bought uh, Magneto rips Wolverine's adamantium skeleton out of his body and almost kills him oh, and shit. it's the most gory fucking violent thing I had ever seen and I was just <laughs> it like disturbed me That's and I was just story. like well i'm gonna buy this comic book next month <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
1: Man, all, all i want is a fucking john bernthal punisher r-rated punisher movie like it, every there were so many bad fucking punisher movies that motherfucker is such a good punisher deserves his own fucking r-rated punisher movie
2: oh yeah I mean, we yeah erased and, the fucking memory and, of
1: the thomas jane Dolph lundgren fucking abortions of a, yeah (gasps) well
2: just because i was like had nothing else to watch and i remembered that it existed i the other night i watched uh wind river which stars jeremy renner and elizabeth olsen and so it's just like weird to see them acting together in a totally different setting yeah um alaska or i thought it was alaska it's actually wyoming but just a really good you know taught crime thriller right and you know it's like uh Bernthal's in it he has a very short scene but it's like a very very disturbing violent trigger warning not Mm -hmm. just you know beating people up kind of violent um but yeah it's I mean it's like you need you need to have him be kind of the good guy at all times but he's also in this the show that just came out uh David Simon um playing a dirty cop uh called we own this town or we own this city really good in that uh although it is an ensemble cast so you don't see him a whole lot but uh uh yeah shit where were we we have a, we have a show to do don't well, speak, we <laughs> you know i
1: mentioned the abortion of the previous two uh punisher movies well speaking of abortion oh sorry i fucked up the uh, segue you're trying to do this. <laughs> no no I, I i it occurred to me i was like eh, it's kind of a poor taste so i was like eh, whatever you know we got to get to it somehow so <laughs> um, but hey, it's on the record there right we No. So, I mean, obviously last week we talked about the, the leaked Supreme Court, um, uh, you know, upcoming Supreme Court, you know, ruling where they're going to effectively, uh, outlaw, well, not outlaw, but they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade and, and open the door for, for you know, the right-wing states to just completely ban abortion outright. There's going to be no federal protection for abortion rights uh, in this country. We're, you know, regressing to the fucking 1950s. Uh, and, you know, you would think that the Democrats who have been uh, you know th- th- like literally the the joke is like there's like free for decades now has been like yeah well no they're they the two parties are almost exactly the same except for abortion and gay rights like outside of abortion and gay rights um they they, they, they you know believe in all the same things and you know <laughs> funnily enough uh we just got a great uh indicator that they're not gonna fight at all for abortion and I unfortunately I have a feeling that, uh, you know, marriage equality is going to be next on the chopping block for the fucking religious right in this country. And, uh, spoiler alert, the Democrats are going to roll over just like they did on this. And, you know, today they had a fucking vote in the Senate. They tried to, uh, you know, and I don't know the particulars of the bill, like how far it even went, if it even went as far as Roe v. Wade, which was not, you know, super far. Um, but the uh, Roe v. Wade only protects abortions in the first trimester, like, and, and then you know it, it it kind of is a sliding scale from there, but. Um. So means they tried, tested. It's means of tested. Of course. Of course, it's means tested. You know, really. if you if
2: you get the Pell Grant, that means tested Pell Grant, then you can get an abortion in the second or third trimester. You so know. You know.
1: You know. What's crazy is I found out the other day, and I didn't know this that uh, trimesters are not actually like a medical. I mean, it's become medical vernacular, but that was created in a court case, like for a decision on abortion rights. Like that's not a. That's not a necessarily a great um medical. Uh, timeline for a pregnancy. It's not based on any kind of like anything of that your body actually does in the first 3 months, the second 3 months, the, the last 3 months of a pregnancy. It was based on a court ruling. So, you know, it just right. ridiculous all around, but um yeah, no, they they voted uh on on a bill to enshrine some um abortion rights in the, the Senate, Senate yeah. and uh guess what? It failed 51 to 49 with Joe Manchin joining the Republicans to kill the bill. Um, and if he had Weird, voted for that's, it
2: that's so unlike him.
1: I know, it is very much unlike him. But yeah, of course Kamala Harris could have broken the tie if he had voted for it and it was a 50-50 tie. And yeah, they're just no, they're just not going to do anything. And they asked Kamala about it afterwards and she said, "Well, is so like what are you going to do now basically?" And she says, "Well, you know, that you just have to elect Democrats up and down the ticket on a federal, state and city let you know on her inner fucking typical zanied out speech uh federal state and city level who who are going to protect abortion like that's it that's it that's all they're going to fucking wash their hands of it they're not going to take joe manchin out back and beat him with a fucking pillowcase full of bars of soap they're not gonna you know like not gonna do anything like it's, i saw some tweet earlier today lbj would have beaten joe manchin with a shovel on the floor of the senate if he was president right now <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted yeah. this passed, uh, but th- but they're just not going to do anything because they don't even give a fuck. They want to keep using this as a fucking wedge issue to get you to vote for their shitty fucking candidates. They don't care. They don't care about anything. They don't care about anything they pretend to care about, and they're just going to use this as a as a shallow fucking fundraising ploy. And a lot of these fucking idiots. Uh, who vote for Democrats are gonna fucking go along with it and be like, well, you have to vote for you have to vote for a Democrats in the midterms. What are you gonna do? They're taking away our abortion rights. Like they, they control all three chambers of, of the fucking uh, of Congress and and they control the White House. Like what the fu- like, what more are, are, are we as voters to do to enable them to enact things to actually do the things that they say they care about doing? There's yeah, I called my mom
2: a few days ago, and uh, it, this has been going on for like a week or so. So I was like, well, eh, she knows about it by now. Uh, and I, I just I said, so, I mean, what do you think about the Democrats doing nothing to codify Roe? She's like, well, Mitch McConnell won't let the... I was just like, what? <laughs> Mitch McConnell's not, it's so, it's so, so, it's so so not in control of anything. I was like, Mom, do you remember? Do you remember, Mom? <laughs> uh, when Obama had a super Senate for two years. Mitch McConnell's
1: also she's- not in the major, like the democrats have the fucking majority i mean they have 50 so i votes. asked
2: her i asked her if she remembered that obama had a super majority for two years and she was like oh yeah that's right <laughs> it's just like you can't use that fucking they, have a, they have a
1: slim majority right now they have 50 votes plus the tiebreaker like they right. can enact any policy they wanted to if that's they what actually they always say. to.
2: they always say well you know so it's it's mitch mcconnell won't let the democrats vote for things that they claim to run on um so yeah, it's it's just it's it's such a fucking hilarious mess. I there, there was a a meme that somebody posted a right wing meme on a Facebook group I follow called uh, Turning Point USA is literal satire, and the meme uh, is two women talking to each other. One's a very uh, trad con looking wife. The other looks like your typical like what the right thinks that uh, wokists look like. You know, so pink hair, shaved on the side, uh, feminist fist shirt. Right. And the, the uh the pink hair woman says to the Tradcon woman, "We need to support women's choices." And then in the next panel, the Tradcon uh woman has two babies that she's holding. And then the woke woman says, "What a shitty choice." And like has little frown eyebrows, right? <laughs> and it, it's just, it's just like like nobody nobody who's pro-choice is telling people having babies that that's a shitty choice because that's just people just don't do that you know like like I would do it because
1: <laughs> I just think people shouldn't breed but... Well, right but, pro, <laughs> but pro, pro-choice people aren't standing outside of hospitals being like don't go in there what are you doing what are you do? like you right. know <laughs> screaming in pregnant mothers faces like these fucking lunatics do so you know, I commented on, on the
2: meme and uh, so she sold two babies but so I, I commented I was like you just know their names are Connor and Dylan <laughs> and so Somebody replied no it's jc and hunter spelt with a y hunter <laughs> uh and then someone replied to that aiden braden caden and slayden <laughs> so then i replied to that "Kindle, alexa colt and daenerys <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man we were talking about that the other day, how fucking stupid people who named their kid Daenerys must... Oh my god, yeah. Because oh, you know
2: fuck. that all the people who named their kid Daenerys were the ones that hated season 8. And were like, where did that heel turn come from? That's not right. the, the Yas queen that I said. It's like, she literally told you every season she was going to... It's like literally fucking, the
1: first first time you meet her, she like... Is, like, is I'm going to burn down so... all their cities. <laughs> like I the have dragons.
2: The I can't be stopped. I'm going to kill them with blood and fire. And it's like, oh, where did that come from? uh and, and in case you don't remember the episode before she fucking burns king's landing uh sandra did say dracarys so there you go <laughs> <laughs> there was a fucking that, that those tweets somebody put out that were like literally it was like the 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 you know when she gets her head chopped off uh spoiler alert uh and says dracarys she's like uh this woman random woman on twitter tweeted out like uh, uh, Daenerys better burn down King's Landing, and then like literally, that's what happened the next episode. And she's like, "I can't believe they would do this." On the it's like, you don't know what you want,
1: lady. Oh God, what the fuck are you doing, morons? But um, uh. it, it, it came up the other day because they that they dropped the trailer for the new prequel show they're doing, House of the Dragon, and I was I was just shocked because they had dropped like days before i had even seen it like and you didn't even hear search. about it i didn't even hear about it. and nobody it was really not at all like a thing of discourse so like it was very there's not really any buzz around it there's it's no crazy it's
2: and nuts. i was i was like yeah fucking knights and dragons and shit are out and vikings are in what can i say <laughs>
1: <laughs> right yeah no i mean I, I, and i'll watch it and i'm sure i'll like enjoy it but i just you know it it, it is what it is i i I, I would, I would be super down for a fucking continuation of the original series, like just even if it's like focusing on what Arya did, would you know, and her fucking pirate adventures, or what happened to John. Hey, Maisie North Williams Hall.
2: recently just said that, like, yeah, I would be down to do that show, but not for a while. Like, right. it, so she, you know, they'll get her on board eventually. They'll
1: do a ten years for like a ten year like thing where they'll do either oh, a, yeah. a, a sequel series <sighs> or. Like one of them, and then everyone will show up. Well, it sort it, of thing. The thing is,
2: like, like people aren't knocking the door down to cast her and stuff because they think that she's not conventionally attractive enough to play an adult woman. They're like, well, you were cute as a kid, but like, you're, you know, you don't, you're not that's like typical can't, Hollywood shit. You're right. Oh, no, no, it's, it's awful. It's awful. So she's like basically doing like British TV stuff, and that's it, you know? And, but, then,
1: but she's a great actress. So, like, that's probably. Honestly, better than her being like stuck doing you know typical <laughs> yeah, know. crap. But but it, but it's but it's fucked up. Like you're, it's just the typical you know like, and, and you know, and if she was like, I'm sure they don't even cast you know. Uh, uh sophie turner and shit really i don't see her in anything either and she's no. you know well
2: after that x-men movie i think she was just like you know what fuck acting <laughs> me, right, me. <laughs> I, i'm married to one of the jonas brothers i, I don't need to do this So I, I
1: mean they got they had to have made like a fuck ton of money from game of thrones the last few seasons so like you yeah you, you wouldn't have to work again if you didn't want to i would imagine you know
2: and it, i think it's great when actors who probably could keep getting cast and stuff or just like you know what i don't don't feel like doing this right. you know like it, it's it's nice to feel like they're not trapped in that system you know because even though like yeah you get paid a lot of money but like it, they control every part of your life <laughs> and that's got to yeah, be I
1: think a tv show kind of like i, I imagine yeah, it's got to yeah. suck like if you're if you're bored of it like that which is why like you know the walking dead like half the cast is just like just fucking kill me just kill me off i'm done right. i don't want to be in georgia anymore it's fucking hot and humid and and everyone here is fucking back. Like, get me out of Georgia, please. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's going to be a lot of people
2: trying to get out of Georgia after they fucking, uh, ban abortion down there. Right. Um, um, yes, I had a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead.
1: Well, no, I was just going to say, so, you know, this, so yeah, that of course just happened, but, um, you know, that's fresh on the heels of them unanimously passing, uh, protection for, for Supreme court justices and their families, uh, through the house and the Senate, because, uh, you know people people were, were were being loud outside of brett Kavanaugh's house you know the, oh
2: the, the
1: the rapist that they put on the supreme court uh and and yeah so they were protesting outside of his house because uh he's he's one of the people the chief architects of this uh this ruling that that's gonna strip people strip women uh, or, or you know uh, people with from having abortions like i hear it's, he it's,
2: likes stripping women that's like his 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 thing well, yeah right you just pinning them like down and pulling their, their clothes off, off. Like he
1: yeah just doesn't want them to <laughs> yeah there, i
2: saw a great tweet here um something sounds like simply somebody, somebody was actually at the protest uh random account chad loader uh says uh tweeted out people are protesting outside justice kavanaugh's house someone said but think of his neighbors and Kavanaugh's neighbor replied, "We are his neighbors. We organized the protest.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like sure if I they lived, all if, fucking hate his guts, yeah. like, you
2: know, I, if I lived next to that guy, like I would just have like a you know a <laughs> megaphone out in front of his house every fucking day. And I'm sure they want like they've wanted to do that. And now they're like, okay, this this is it. Like we're finally gonna fucking. <laughs> so and then there was this tweet from fucking Bill Kristol, architect of the oh. Iraq War, uh, who still has a job being." you know columnist for whoever the fuck on some board of some whatever
1: he's on msnbc all the time i mean yeah, yeah. he's he you know the fact famous- that he's not being tarred and feathered in the streets whenever he makes an yeah. appearance is, is a travesty but yes yeah, so, so i i
2: love his tweet though he's he tweeted out please don't protest at people's homes please don't intrude on people attending their house of worship which is something that uh, people don't even do organize <laughs> politically be civil civically
1: Except Israelis, but that's a whole nother... <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: so I, I I fucking quote tweeted him. I was like, "Keep bullying these swine. They're admitting it's working."
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, the the fact that like the people who who are being protested are trying to say, "Oh, well, don't protest us that way," should tell you that it's super effective and it's very upsetting to them. So that you yeah. should completely continue yeah. to do it.
2: Like- <laughs> anytime, anytime, anyone, even a fellow protester, tells you you're not protesting the right way. They're your enemy, right? They're, they're doing so they're the peace police and they're there to control it. And they know, they know they've probably been trained by some community organizer association who, you know, gets funded by the local chamber of commerce that the thing they need to do is to prevent people from breaking windows and lighting cars on fire because that, you know, hurts the bottom line and that shit will actually change stuff. And that's the thing they have to stop from happening. That's right. the thing. Oh, you, you got to protest peacefully. If you, you know, if you punch Nazi,
1: then you're the Nazi. Like,
2: uh,
1: no, just baby, <laughs> baby brain, fucking logic. Yeah, I mean, I, you saw that even with like there was massive protests, of course, last week in the wake of this this leak. Uh, you know, protesting for for abortion rights, and you know, I saw some videos from I, I think it was Manhattan. It, it you know, it was a city. It was hard to tell. Um, of people smashing, you know, like Dwayne Reed windows and, and just this, this, this young girl, uh, I mean, not, you know, she's probably like in her teens uh, or like late teens. It's like, stop it. What are you do you Stop! It's just it, without uh, and, fail. Right, there's always right. one. There's always and, one.
2: And she was on a megaphone. It never right. fucking fails. It's always the one on the megaphone that's <laughs> right. telling the people to calm down and comply and obey. So I that, that, want an internship clip, with
1: AOC next year and you, you're fucking right. up for me. I'm on so this that, video.
2: That clip you're talking about I saw is actually from a couple of years ago uh, from a, a totally unrelated thing. But it's still, it's the same fucking pattern. Every fucking time, every time I've ever seen people start doing direct action and start breaking shit, there's always somebody there and it's always the person on the megaphone being like, that's not who we are. Stop to You know, it's just like that's, you know, when, when you see flyers put out for, you know, autonomous actions put out by, uh, you know, anarchists, it always say on the flyer, no megaphones, no leaders, no peace police. <laughs> Everyone does whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. Right. And, and without fail, people will show up that still will be like, why are you knocking that thing over? Why are you dragging those, uh, you know, cones into the street? Why are you moving those dumpsters into the street? It's like, shut the fuck up, Karen. Go home. This is not for you. You want to go fucking clap on the steps of the city hall, go do that shit. But that's not what this is here right now.
1: Right. Maybe a fairy will get her wings if you fucking clap hard enough. And then all of a sudden (laughs) magic magically abortion rights will be restored. But maybe we're trying a different fucking tactic. Um, When, well, uh, when
2: has when has violence ever gotten us our rights? Besides every single time, in history? every time
1: it's actually gotten anyone their rights ever God. in human history. I, my, yeah, my mom you know. said that one time. She was just like, "I I don't think violence has ever
2: attained anything positive." I was like, uh, "How the fr- how the fucking slaves get freed, mom?" <laughs> right. Like, oh yeah. I was like, "How did the Haitian Revolution come about? It, was it was it eight years of slaves voting to not be slaves anymore?" No, yeah, no they, you, they stacked you, the French soldiers bodies in piles so you could see them from miles away
1: <laughs> you know in slavery in America we appealed to the southern capitalists good nature and they eventually saw the error of their ways and they just peacefully relinquished <sighs> their their people that they owned that's that's how slavery ended right
2: you know, the civil rights act in the 60s that got passed because uh, you know we did a really good get out the vote drive and everyone showed up and voted for rights that's right that's what right. happened
1: right exactly what was what was that fucking oh, man that 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 great John Brown quote. Uh, I, I just looked it up. Uh, I, I, John Brown, am now quite certain that the crimes of this guilty land will never be purged away. But with blood, I had vainly flattered myself that without very much bloodshed, it might be done. And to me, that's like one of my favorite history. That might be my favorite history quote of all time um, of a historical figure. And it's like that dude was so fucking right and ahead of his time and is still you know relevant today. Um,
2: yeah, that's why they call him a lunatic because he was right. he was just way ahead of his time. He you know, and you, look, you look at the things. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you look at the things that Malcolm X said about uh, John Brown. He's like, I, I don't see any other white people giving their lives for my freedom. Uh, right. Like, like show me, a name. <laughs> like you know. And this this was, I mean, that was what hundred and ten years ago at that right. time when Malcolm
1: X said that. When when John Brown's. In, when john brown said that you mean or when it
2: when malcolm x the malcolm x quote about john brown when he said oh, oh I, got, I got i don't you. see I, any other white people dying for my freedom he I, I was saying you. about john brown and that was 110 oh, right, years right right i got you so i thought you
1: meant that malcolm x said it 110 years ago i was like eh, i don't think it was quite that long ago but no i mean I was basically <laughs> no, I saying I like you, I got you got
2: know you. In, in 110 years no other white person has done as much for us as that one guy right 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 i mean aside um, from you know all the other soldiers that fought in civil war, but like he was you know, if, if John Brown didn't do what he did when he did it, there probably wouldn't have been a civil war. No that was, right. that was a huge catalyst. we talked about this on a review of Good Lord Bird, but what he did was a huge catalyst for why the South did not trust Lincoln. Right, and once because right. they saw Lincoln and John Brown is like the same person basically, and they did kind of look alike. <laughs> um, but once Lincoln got elected, they were like, "We're done. We're out of here. We're quitting the country." Lincoln and was, was a lot was more.
1: His beard was a lot more trim. To be fair, he has a lot. Yeah, he, he but, had a bigger but budget. Like, but right. Harper's Ferry
2: raid, Lincoln's election, and the secession all happened within just a few months. Like right. I, I don't think people
1: like realize that how quickly that that shit took off. Um, Which is amazing, considering the lack of like instant communication that they had back then, like that that was able to pop off just so, so but fucking they quickly. They did,
2: though. That was the thing is that was the first John Brown's at Harper's Ferry was like the first like worldwide news incident that was reported like the day it happened because of the, the telegram or te- right, telegraph right,
1: right. telegraph telegram Tele, telegram. Yeah
2: telegrams the thing you ride to the horse across the country The telegraph was the electronic transmission right, right right and that was why the people in haiti knew about it the same day it happened and right. they were like fuck yeah john brown let's go and they named their main street in port au prince after john brown right which uh, i'm so, sure he would
1: have loved because he had studied the haitian revolution and that right was a which was part in. of the
2: evidence they used to try him was that he had a, bu- a bunch of books in his house on the haitian revolution they were like look he was he, this this guy was a you know he was trying to You bring about a slave rebellion, which he in his defense said he wasn't, which, of course, he was. (laughs) Um, But yeah, (laughs) if you have if you haven't listened to our uh, review of Good Lord Bird. I did like 40 hours of research on that shit and John Brown and the Haitian revolution. So
1: I think it's one of our best podcasts that we've done and it's so good. Such a good show. Like if you haven't seen that show, it's fucking the show was
2: amazing. And our podcast review of it was, was really good. And my mom listened to it and she took the book to her book club (laughs) and said, we should read this. And they agreed. And her all white book club said it was the first book written by a non white person they'd ever done.
1: <laughs> so. shocker but uh yes. yeah no that's <laughs> but that's that's great and yeah for, for sure if people haven't seen that. ethan hawk fucking incredible john brown just just will not be topped um yeah oh and it's and before we get off the topic of abortion i, I do want to play this clip we actually were gonna play it last week we didn't get to it but oh yeah um and this is just a clip of uh, you know what just in the typical like old school daily show fashion of of a guy just going around and asking conservatives at a protest. Um, questions that that, that that they should have an answer to, but don't. Um. So yeah, well,
2: they do have answers, but
1: I love how revealing their answers are well, here. Right. right answer <laughs> where it's like, well, not me. Like I'm, not, I'm not gonna be the right, right. So here, I'll play the clip and we'll talk about it. I, I saw the sign. Choose adoption. Yeah. And and how many how many children have you adopted?
0: Not able to adopt. <laughs> I'd love to adopt. We weren't able to adopt. Oh,
2: gotcha. And how many children have you adopted?
0: None.
1: None. We just. <laughs> I have so two win, of my own.
2: Yeah. yeah. And how many children? How many children have you adopted?
1: None. <laughs> and how many? And how many children have you adopted?
2: I have two of my own. Yeah. yeah. But so you've adopted? I have two of my own. not have adopted adopted. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> See, the so you, Okay. So two of them said, "I have two of my own," and when he said, "Oh, so you adopted them?" He's like, "No, I have two of my own." Just, just like the dis—they're <laughs> they, saying adopted, like they clearly have a disdain for children that were would not be biologically Right. No, I have two own. white
1: ones. It's okay. I have two white ones. I don't right, have any, exactly. of those, <laughs> any of those adopted. It's like, if you adopted you know? them, they
2: would be your own. Right. But it's, it's right. like, no, you're not going to do that because this is all about your fucking white eugenics bullshit. Well, they what talk really about them is. like
1: dogs. I mean, this is literally like the way that white people talk about dogs. Like, that's how they view right. you. know oh, did,
2: you, did you get them from the shelter? No, I, I went to a, a purebred breeder. a <laughs> right. like, Puppy Mill. Puppy Mill place. Puppy Mill Palace. Yeah. God. Uh, it you yeah, know it's it's, it's 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 great. Uh, I, I love that there's guys because because the guy I don't know the guy's name but he he like does this all the time on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has like some comedy show he does too. But like he's really fucking tall. He's like like 64 or something. Like the kind of guy that could, you know, just walk into a crowd of conservatives and fucking say anything and not have to worry. <laughs> right, he's not right? scared for
1: to get the <laughs> shit kicked out of him right, like, you know, yeah, cuz
2: like I wouldn't fucking do that cuz I'd be like, no, they're going to they're going to like get a bunch of guys together and come right, fucking fucking lynch right. me. <laughs>
1: but yeah. So uh
2: yeah, but it's great that he's brave and he's like just willing to go do that shit so we can, you know, I, see
1: I, what yeah. these people really think. I have so much respect for like comedians or just reporters who do shit like that who have like no Oh, they're coming, a little, a <laughs> they're coming
2: for you. Yeah. emergency. They're coming for you. Well, like I told I have... you,
1: it's... Oh, hang on, hang on.
0: There we go.
2: Yeah, so like I said, it's 175 degrees here in Chicago, so I have to have the windows open because uh, I don't have any AC here. So, yeah, we get to hear the the dulcet sound the dulcet <laughs> tones of the uh, Chicago fire department every few minutes.
1: i uh, I had my window open also because it's it's getting real fucking humid, but the dog in the neighbor behind us, his house is fucking barking, so I had to close it. so fuck that little dog. I love dogs, but not that dog. Um, but but uh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I have a ton of respect for people who do that shit because I don't have that in me. Like, I wish I had that kind of like, don't give a fuck thing. But it's uh, it, it's great.
2: Well, my, my thing is just to like go to things and film people or, just, right. you know, photograph stuff. But, you know, the, the last time that I was at a, a really big protest action, uh, just filming what was happening, I got assaulted by three cops at the same time. So, yeah, I, I keep my distance now. <laughs> right, right, right,
1: right. Um, well, all right. So we have a couple more things we want to get into before we get out of here. We, we, we just, you know, there's not a ton of of updates on the, the Russia-Ukraine situation. It's sort of in a holding pattern. And that's, I mean, that's mostly because Russia's, you know, taking territory and the news media doesn't want to report that because it's both. They're trying to thread this weird needle. And we've talked about this before, where they're trying to pretend as if. Ukraine is winning, and that Russia is almost depleted. But also, they, you know, uh, w- they turn around and ask for forty billion more, billion more dollars for fucking Ukraine for missiles and right, you know, and we signed a fucking lend-lease agreement. I mean, we're 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 as involved in this war as we possibly could be without having, you know, American fucking planes and troops and you know, like <laughs> on the ground, you know, as the fucking front line of this thing. Um, and and it's just fucking ridiculous. Like it's just you know, this is like the most overt, like we're not even trying to pretend it's not a proxy war situation. Um, but you know, it's just, so now, and now they're, what they're doing is they're trotting out, all of the fucking fossils onto cable news to really just hammer the propaganda home because they're oh, doing the, the new yeah. fundraising drive. Well, it's,
2: it's, it's in, it's in the written word too, where every article about this in the Western media has to say that like, Oh, Russia has failed to achieve all of its goals that it was trying to do. And it's like, it's like the list off a bunch of stuff that Russia was never trying to do. Right. So they have to like frame it as though Russia is evil and awful and scary, but also they're bumbling and clueless and haven't been able to achieve all the stuff they want. And I, right. You have, we have a clip here of uh, speaking of fossils, uh, <laughs> who tries to, to do that as well. And see if you can tell who she's uh, like unknowingly actually describing in right. this clip. Right.
1: All of a sudden, you're
2: big, aggressive nasty neighbor, decides he wants
0: what you have. He can't build it himself. I mean, the real story here
1: is that he has failed as the president of Russia. Russia's development has hardly advanced because he has taken so much of the money out along with
0: his oligarchs and they haven't invested in the people of Russia. So let's go
1: take our neighbor who wants to look toward Europe and wants their children to have a better life. Let's seize their assets. Let's seize their rich farmland.
0: Let's seize their mineral resources. Let's seize their ports on uh, the Black Sea.
1: (laughs) Yes, so we we probably should have dropped a trigger warning for a Hillary Clinton clip beforehand, (laughs) but that that of course was Hillary Clinton. Uh, uh, Yeah, that was
2: Hillary Clinton. And everything she said was largely untrue about putin and russia
1: but was true about hillary clinton and america right during her time as secretary of state and just in general it's just our general <sighs> modus operandi I, I, like, is to, to steal resources we're and considering
2: fucking... invading the solomon islands and taking them over and you know cooing their government because <laughs> they might want to like team up with china like, right. we, <laughs> like, right. like,
1: Like, for, for no who, reason. Who's other the other failed
2: country that's not
1: developing? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Russia and China? No, it's America. Is it the country where more than <laughs> half the country is in poverty? Yeah. Like that? That it's also where we have a, a major world.
2: bridge collapse once a year because we don't rebuild our infrastructure right right? where it's
1: fucking laughable you
2: know we we still we don't have any high-speed rail in this country meanwhile china's built twenty six thousand miles of high-speed rail in the last decade right it's just it's hilarious (laughs) to hear me say those things because she's just like she is the queen of projection and lack of self-awareness like that's all that she was doing there right and it's it's just it's comical
1: um and and also for people that haven't seek that clip out because it's a really fucking bizarre visual like she's like in this fucking liminal space it's clearly like her mansion in chappaqua but they're just at the foot of this like insanely long staircase that looks like it leads to nowhere um (laughs) and and it's just like she's so fucking she is the i don't understand what her people because they they micromanage every detail of every appearance that she makes but the optics that she always puts forth are just like like dictator in a dystopian like like sci-fi like YA novel. Like I don't she I don't I don't understand like why they think this is a good aesthetic for her, but they always make her look like that. And it's fucking bizarre. But you know, just just par for the course with Hillary. Um
2: yeah I, I mean I, I don't I want to think too much more about it other than just that she's you know surrounded by a bunch of yes men and yes women uh who you know when she says this is what we're going to do they're like all right Hillary we're you know just happy to be in the room with you you know that's that's right
1: it. right same same shit that you Elon um, get same shit that they all get you know yeah Oh,
2: speaking of Elon in Russia this is fucking oh my god this headline made me so happy to see this this is hilarious uh Elon Musk fears for his life after Russian threats <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not going to read the whole article i'm going to read a couple paragraphs here but the, the article like has to it, it immediately starts in like PR mode like the the world's richest man is not afraid of anyone and it's like goes out like listing his credentials for like the first five paragraphs and it's like what is this guy fucking auditioning for a job here with this bullshit right um, but just <laughs> it's just hilarious the world we live in so I'm gonna read a couple lines here uh, the tech tycoon recently posted on his Twitter account a message from Dmitry Ragazin, the head of the Russian space agency Roscosmos uh, Musk tweeted out, Ragazin sent this uh, to Russian media. Musk wrote it on Twitter May 8th. He then posted a screenshot of a text in Russian, which would be the message sent to the Russian press by Ragazin, according to the translation made by The Street, uh, which is the name of this publication. The text contains threats to Musk's life. So this is this is the the head of Russia's space. So imagine if, like, the head of NASA, uh, like, threatened the richest guy in the world—that's like the equivalent of what this is. Uh, so, quote from the testimony of the captured chief of staff of the 36th Marine Brigade of the Armed Forces of Ukraine: uh, It follows that the ground-based uh, subscriber equipment of the Starlink satellite company, Elon Musk, was delivered to uh, was delivered to the militants of the Nazi Azov Battalion and the Marines of the Armed Forces of Ukraine to the Maripol uh, to Maripol by military helicopters. Ragusan wrote continues according to our information the delivery and transfer uh, uh, to the armed forces of ukraine of p.o boxes for receiving the transmitting the uh, Internet from Starlink was carried out by the Pentagon. Elon Musk is thus involved in the supply of fascist forces in Ukraine with military communications, and for this, you, Elon, will have to answer for it in an adult way, <laughs> 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 which could That's mean great. anything. But an like they take, way. yeah, like you know, I mean, that could mean anything, but it's still just like imagine if the head of NASA, the director of NASA, <clears throat> was you know threatening. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Or, I wish they would. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. So let's go.
1: Like, stop let's fucking go. around in space. Stop fucking burning fossil fuel for your vanity projects and let's do real space research. Fucking
2: Did you? I don't know if you saw it, but I I posted a, um, uh, some photos because uh, I, I didn't even know this because you know we don't know anything real about the world in America. Uh, we're not taught it anyway. Um, right. The, the uh, Soviet Union had, had its own space shuttle. And the shuttle looks pretty much just like ours, the space shuttle. Um, but, like, they, they had, like, you know, the, the main fuel tank that, that they let go of it, right, uh, while they're flying up into space. But then, like, instead of just the twin booster rockets like we had, they had, like, four fucking booster rockets on this thing. It looked like it was from a, a fucking sci-fi movie. I thought it was actually and,
1: six. They had it in, like, a, like a hexagon pattern well, almost, I like guess. Yeah, was.
2: there was there – so there was a couple of different configurations, and they – so they had – there was three different designs, and all, I, I guess only one of them actually was built and launched. Mm-hmm. But if you actually count the number of mm-hmm. actual mm-hmm. engines – each booster would have multiple engines Right. on the one they actually built. It's like 26 separate <laughs> fucking engines. It's insane. And they only flew it twice. So it was kind of just like, Hey, guess what America? We're going to fucking build something that's, you know, just insanely bigger just because we can, because we're the Soviet union. Uh, and if you know anything about the history of the collaboration between NASA and uh, the Soviet union space joint mission, like we're, we've been using Russian rockets uh, for the last like 55 years. For they, a joint mission, because they just build bigger, better, cheaper rockets.
1: They, they, um, the funny thing is about the space race that America claims victory is that the Soviets accomplished nearly every major first in space in in terms of space yeah. exploration. The only except thing for, we except did for the moon, be, except in, we we put some fucking asshole on the moon. Like that's the only right. thing we did. We put a golf cart
2: on the moon, right? Right. <laughs> they, they, they
1: sent the first person in the space. They sent the first woman in the space. They you know sent the first. Uh, uh, craft out of or to to like leave orbit, the first you know, probe to the moon. Like they, they they had every you know first within within that you know time period. And again, this is from a fucking country that was yeah. what like 40 years old at that point. Like, you know, like, they sent
2: the first dog into space. And, you know, I I feel bad because that dog didn't come back, but like, they, they worshiped that fucking dog. They built statues to that dog. I know. They wrote songs about that dog. That dog was a national fucking hero. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So. Oh, man. Fucking 60s were a wild time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, all right. So, speaking of wild, we should, while we're still on the topic of Russia, we, we should, we should play Biden's, uh, a clip from Biden's press conference the other day, where he was talking about Russia, because he, you know, yeah, still has I don't even know what
2: to, what to call this. It's <laughs> it's it's not quite human speech, um, Sundown, or, I or human cognition. Called,
1: but right, yeah,
2: this is it, it's not just him stumbling over words, not just just a stutter. Listen very carefully to the words he says about you know, like what he says we're going to do about what people. Right. Right. Of, uh, that will enhance our underlying effort
1: to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. <laughs> We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> kleptocracy and klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. <laughs> the, the, the guys who are the
2: kleptocracy. We're going to accommodate them, right? What? right
1: he, just, he, he doesn't. He, he can't hold what, a thought in his fucking what, head anymore. What
2: word is, was he thinking of? We're going to accommodate them hold by them seizing I, like ill
1: begotten I, gains, right? I, I, like, I, maybe account. Maybe he had the word accountable in his head. Like we we're going to hold them accountable. I, he, he his fucking brain is leaking out of his head. Like this right. is not a stutter. Like this well, is not a fucking. But then stutter. as soon
2: as he realizes that he said the wrong he word. <laughs> He he you can tell he like stops for a second. And he's like, wait, I said the wrong word, but I don't know what wrong. Word I he re- he said. repeats it out like, but, so but then oh, he says it comment. again. Then he says it again. So it, it's like he his brain just stopped working.
1: Well, that's, like that's the kind of thing like you say in your head when you're like when you say something stupidly like, oh, I, I, I you know, I, I thought I thought it, that was the case. And then in your head, you say, oh, I thought it, that was the case. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like he says it out loud, like that was like him thinking like, oh, that's not the right word but he, he has no fucking brain to to mouth fucking barrier whatsoever left anymore so he just and, and just the idea that like oh we're just
2: going to steal other people's property cuz we're the US and we can do that like
1: i like, like how I, I would love if you you did that to the 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 fucking oligarchs that that live in america but we know that that's not the case you're just virtue signaling for the fucking liberals to, to keep, you know, rabbling, get, getting them fucking, you know, roused for fucking war with another nuclear power. Like that's the only thing this is in service of. So yeah, it, it's just fucking ridiculous. But um yeah, I mean, th- 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 he clearly is not fucking fit for this job and they're going to keep pretending like he well, is and he's a fucking stubborn prick. So I bet he, convinces them that he's fine to run again in 2024 oh well, it's gonna be beautiful i can't wait i can't so fucking wait I, I i forgot to tell you that i there was a poll today i actually wanted to read out the results of this poll i'm to just pull them up quick there was a rasmussen poll that just came out today right and this is just a couple of the highlights um of this poll and i looked through this poll like these are not fake numbers like i saw this i was like clearly that can't be the that can't be true um so, all right so now so favorability uh Very favorable, 25%. Somewhat favorable, 17%. So that's 42%. These are Joe Biden's numbers? Yeah, Biden's numbers. Yeah. Somewhat unfavorable, 11%. Very unfavorable, 44%. So he's he's (laughs) 55% unfavorable right now. Uh, Now this is a potential 2024 matchup versus Trump. And this is a Rasmussen poll. And by the way, this poll oversampled Democrats. I looked into the methodology, and a couple other people looked at the methodology, and it actually oversamples Democrats. Biden versus Trump, hypothetical. Biden, 36%. Trump, 50%.
2: Dark MAGA, baby. It's coming back. Dark MAGA.
1: (laughs) Versus Ron DeSantis, who is one of the biggest fucking morons on the planet. You'd have to be... I mean, he's Donald Trump without the fucking without the the the, the idiot savant wit of of Trump uh, versus Ron DeSantis. Biden thirty five percent, DeSantis forty six percent. Should Biden run in twenty twenty four? And this is an oversampled poll of Democrats. Yes, twenty eight percent. No, sixty one percent. Damn, that is fucking atrocious. But that's what happens when you do nothing about a raging pandemic that you're exacerbating by stripping any and all public health measures and any and all public, you know, financial aids, testing, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, treatment, uh, while, you know, fucking raging, you know, it's all, it's all in a big fucking churning pile. Like he's doing everything imaginable to make things worse. And they, they are just going to get fucking demolished. And then they're going to blame the left for for not electing democrats when they've done nothing that they campaigned on even the shitty like bare barely fucking their you know promises that they campaigned on well, they're not even approaching I mean, them
2: they're they're actively campaigning for more anti-choice pro-life members of congress right Th- they're actually doing this. so this is this is Little something on uh, Rep. Henry Cool. How do you say the guy's name? Cooler Henry Cuellar.
1: The the last fucking anti-choice Democrat. This is is where they're putting their
2: energy, right? So this is a little bit on him. A couple things um, that uh, he fired one of his own staffers uh, when she was twenty-eight weeks pregnant after she requested maternity leave. Two weeks later, uh, her pregnancy ended in stillbirth.
1: So great guy.
2: Yeah, you get fired from your job. I think that would have... At least she uh, didn't abort it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she sued him for pregnancy and sex uh, discrimination, and he asked his staffers to write letters trying to discredit her. Wow. Great guy. Great guy. So he's now, of course, running for uh, to against a... Oh,
1: uh, you didn't mention pro- even his greatest hit. Do, do, do you know about the FBI investigation of him? That's I was going to get to that. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so I
2: was just going to re-mention that uh, Pelosi and Clyburn are both campaigning for him. Actively. since Actively. since
1: Since the leak of the Supreme Court ruling, they're still campaigning yeah. for a publicly anti-choice candidate. Yeah. Democrat. So,
2: yeah, I, I didn't even know about this because, you know, our fucking media doesn't report shit. Of course. Well. right right. Uh, the FBI raided his house back in January. <laughs> so this is San Antonio. The FBI raided U.S. Rep. Henry. last Cuellar. name. home is part of an ongoing investigation into possible crimes involving American businessmen and Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Bajan. Yeah. Uh, Agents took boxes and a computer from the South Texas Congressman's Laredo home and office on Wednesday, reportedly collecting evidence for a grand jury impaneled in Washington, D.C., uh, yeah, that's that's big time shit right there. Yeah, that's like fucking uh,
1: money laundering, foreign yeah. money laundering kind Quayler, of shit. Uh, Quaylor,
2: who's considered one of the most conservative Democrats in the House, co-chairs the Congressional <laughs> Azerbaijan <laughs> Caucus. I guess it's not right. Anyway, the oil rich country, once a member of the Soviet Union, uh-oh, is known for its caviar diplomacy. Uh, as As a lobbying strategy, local business leaders and politicians often host foreign diplomats from the country. On their dime, right. so yeah, well, just just like open
1: bribery, like we same shit we do here. Um, since the then, collapse of the Soviet Union, of course, they've they've wholly and fully embraced capitalism in Azerbaijan, like right. every other. Well, and in the
2: article, I'm not going to read any more of it. Anymore, but the article goes on to basically say, like, well, you know, th- this doesn't necessarily mean that he committed a crime. It could just mean <laughs> that there's evidence of a crime on his computer. Oh, like right, yeah, maybe, maybe it was okay. his kid, maybe his kid
1: was, was doing. it. Like if
2: if, if he's if he's not involved in something, they would get it from whoever's computer. It was the the criminals part of thing. You know, it's just like they don't you know, like obviously there was something that he was involved with that he knows about that's on that computer. Uh, It's just, you know, and this is this is it. This is this is who Nancy Pelosi is flying now to Texas to campaign for. Yep
1: yep yeah I, I just i i have no fucking uh, you know if you still vote for these fucking ghouls in this party you're a fucking mark like I, I don't know what else to tell you like you cannot surely be this stupid still to believe that they actually give a fuck about any of the things that you actually care about or claim to care about as a fucking liberal like it, it's just it's laughable it's fucking laughable um but you know and, and briefly before we got here, i wanted to mention um it just happened as you know so I, we don't have a ton of details on it but from everything we we've seen on the ground uh seems like the idf just uh murdered a fucking journalist uh in cold blood like for with no provocation whatsoever because they're a bunch of fucking psychopaths um and so there was actually a translation of a, a clip of one of her colleagues who was with her when she was shot in the head by uh one of the IDF snipers that were, uh, you know, occupying this village. Um, that Do you ever name up in front of you? Yeah, it's um, and I'm gonna probably butcher this, uh, which is why you gave it to me, <laughs> uh, Shireen Ab- Abu uh, Akleh. Uh, that's I, right. I, yep. Yeah, I, that's close enough. But um, but she's yeah. not just any
2: random journalist. She's su- she's like a major news anchor for Al Jazeera, and right. like everyone knows who she is, and she's also a U.S. citizen. So because of that, fucking little nerd guy ted price had to get out there and be like oh this is so tragic it's so you know but he, he didn't he never at any point uh you know names who it was that shot her in the face because they shot her in the face
1: right no they shot right? her in the face i mean these
2: these are fucking snipers and they israel tried to say oh well it could have been the palestinians who shot her well they were they were no they, these journalists were nowhere near uh the where there was active
1: well, fire. The, well, so the IDF lied and, and said there was active fire, but there's video of her getting shot, unfortunately. um, And well, in mind, court. Israel,
2: where they were, Israel was raiding a refugee camp. They were attacking refugees when yep. this happened. Yep. Right. And so her, she had like a producer or another reporter who was with them said the first shot missed them both. Second shot hit him. And then the third shot killed her. So it wasn't random fire. It was the first shot missed. Sniper just hits him and then takes her out. Right. That's that's not random stray bullets or that, well, that you is know,
1: somebody on a fucking scope. Right. And, well, you know how Forbes reported it. They, they actually had a great uh, headline, which may be the most obvious, ridiculous case of passive voice I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, Sreen Abu Akleh, a well-known reporter, died after being hit in the head by a bullet, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. Uh, Aide on Facebook, just bullet fell out of the sky. There's no, no exa- way right, somebody, it's... you know, probably somebody was like in a prop plane flying over Palestine and chucked it out the window and like yeah, you th- know carelessly. Th- yeah, this is this is unrelated, but just also like
2: uh, uh, my hatred for the passive voice here is there's no place it happens more than mm. vehicular violence which right. we are we're experiencing like a huge epidemic of right now. Um, listen to this headline. Three dead, including a decapitated and dismembered pedestrian after an SUV crashes into Philadelphia subway station at 100 miles Holy per
1: fuck. hour. Fuck. Jesus Christ.
2: This is from DailyMail.com. And then they like list the bullet points, you know, if you don't have the time to read the whole article. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read all of them, but one of them here. A woman was severely mangled and crushed in the accident. Yeah, I hate it when my SUV gets up to a hundred miles an hour on accident in a city, <laughs> on yeah, city street it, it, in in downtown Philadelphia where there's subways. Right. But wh- why why can you even have a vehicle go that fast for one? Let alone have no kind of electronic limit on how fast you can go when you're in a city street because all that shit's coded. All that stuff is, is geo mapped out, right? You could just with a few lines of code prevent cars from ever speeding, you know, really technically anywhere, but especially where there's, you know, tons of pedestrians and cafes and people trying to get on the fucking subway and an SUV can go a hundred miles. What the fuck was the person doing? going I, 100 miles an hour
1: right just be just being a fucking psychopath or they like died behind the i mean i don't know if they found this out after the fact like short of you dying behind the wheel and like falling asleep like you know crashing with your foot on the pedal there's no conceivable scenario where you'd even be able to get up to right. 100 miles an hour in the city like but I don't it's, even... it's
2: it's like in new york city it's hmm. someone on an suv fucking hops the curb in an suv going 70 miles an hour about six or seven times a day yeah. Right. It, it's just they, they come off the freeway and they still are driving like it's 75 miles, miles an hour speed limit. And they're I mean, in a giant six thousand pound box and they're fucking morons and they don't care about other people because when you're in that metal box, you're completely cut off from other people. uh, Your empathy goes away, turns into a sociopath. And this is the result and nothing's changing to address yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I mean, New York City, I think the speed limit's like 25 for the entire city, and I, I've never seen anybody going 25. Like, it, no. short of, like, stop traffic, I, people do 50, 55. Like, nobody does fucking 25 miles an Everybody hour will
2: drive city. as fast as they feel safe driving, right. right? And they feel safe driving when the streets are really fucking wide, and the lanes are too wide, and there's nothing, there's, there's nothing you know, no... The median is just empty space, right? And you're like, oh, this is this is basically a surface street built as a highway. That's why on Lakeshore Drive, that's ten lanes wide. People go eighty miles an hour instead of the posted forty mile speed limit.
1: <clears throat> right. No, it's just
2: right, and it doesn't help. Again, with, with like you know, rags of the Daily Mail calling a very you know the the negative outcome of a very deliberate illegal reckless action an accident. Right. right? That that just removes all accountability. Uh, and Anything same thing that, for Israel. Right. Like, oh, uh, she got knocked in the head with a bullet. No idea where it came from. Couldn't have been one of our
1: snipers because you know,
2: and they they always say like, well, we don't we don't accidentally shoot anyone, you right? Know, we only course. shoot people we mean to. It's like okay, which well, is true.
1: Probably they do they do only shoot people they mean to. The problem is they don't tell the truth about who they mean to be shooting. Like, <laughs> you know.
2: right? Well, and I love it. they're like, well, this was an American journalist. It's like, uh, so if she was an American then. That's okay, well, that, and that's
1: the same thing with Jamal Khashoggi. Like he was, you know, he he was either an American citizen or a naturalized citizen, and I forget exactly. But well, that was uh, the only he, reason he wasn't
2: either. But he had lived in the U.S. or he he lived in the U.S. currently, and he had for so long. He had his a green card,
1: like he was writing, writing he was for working. You, yeah, writing. he was an
2: American in all things except for the the one little stamp of paper that says we've well, been naturalized. But yeah, I mean, if you've lived in a country for decades, like. I'm sure was,
1: MBS is off tons of journalists that we've never even heard their names. Like you know, it's just exactly that was exactly. the one we heard about because he was a he was you know and, he was around other white people.
2: It, you know, and no sanctions for Israel, no sanctions for Saudi Arabia, right? But Russia, who's you know taking out a bunch of Nazis, sanctions on them.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh fuck! Oh, There's... and and a uh, little bit here. Let's see where is it. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Uh oh yeah, Lockheed Martin now looks uh to double their javelin missile production um because of the that they're 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 selling so many javelin missiles to Ukraine now. Uh and I just had a couple quotes here from their uh their CEO. Is it their CEO? Let's see. Oh yeah. So uh I, I don't even know if this is of death press, from, yeah, from Lockheed basically. Martin. This is this is just like the way they talk about the you know selling weapons of mass destruction is hilarious to me uh we can start turning up the heat now and ramping up production immediately uh Telsit said i don't know the guy's name uh noting the firm is anticipating increased demand for quote superior systems in large enough numbers we're planning for the long run now and not just with the javelin he said noting that he expects to see increased demand beyond the Ukraine war due to threats from China.
1: <laughs> oh god, yeah, I, that's that's going to be the the fun new one once President DeSantis takes over when he, he just, you know, does everything possible to get us into a into a fucking land war in Asia, which is, you know, always historically worked out well for Oh, oh
2: man. I could you imagine like trying to <laughs> like what a proxy war with China, like an actual proxy war with China would look god. like?
1: Uh, it's just it's it's a fucking nightmare to even think about i mean it, it's just nothing we've been up against would even c- could even compare like we have no frame of reference because we are just completely fucking outmatched and and outnumbered. like it, it's just not even something i even want to think about because it's just not uh, people here have no concept because p- people in this country think that we're good at fighting wars which is a fucking lie like you've been fucking lied to your whole life every war that we fought since world war ii We've lost, and we didn't fucking win World War II. Russia did the, but and the UK and Britain did the majority of the fighting in World War II and to to repel, you know, the Nazis. We certainly yeah. won a couple battles, and, and, but and we... you know,
2: you know why Japan surrendered? It wasn't because we dropped two nukes on them. It's because the Soviet Union was beginning to invade northern Japanese islands, and Japan knew that they definitely wanted to surrender to us rather than the USSR. And they were so going to surrender us, anyway. Us we drop an, us dropping nukes. No, they weren't. They weren't. There's, you you got to read up on this. This is the thing that I've read about. Uh, they were not going to surrender. Even after two nukes, they were not going to surrender until Russia started to invade them. That was the thing they did not want to have happen because we'd already firebombed their cities into nothingness. There was not. there was no other targets. You know, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were already, you know, there was almost nothing left of those cities to begin with right so nuking them it didn't make any fucking difference because most of the military was was scattered outside the cities anyway it was literally uh, there's an article i got to find and send you about this it's it's like mind blowing how much we've been lied to mm-hmm. all this time about what they really did they just it was it was basically they were of they were terrified of being invaded and occupied by the soviet union because they knew that soviet union was a much greater threat to them than they thought the us was right and you know that again like <laughs> we like like you were saying uh we're not good at fighting wars <laughs>
1: no no we fucking like, suck at it we can't beat countries that have of one one hundredth of the resources that we do militarily uh you know that they, they are able to repel us because we we force the fucking poor kids to you yeah, know to go fight these places it's We not- we
2: almost didn't even win the revolutionary war on our own soil against Great Britain. No, we, we had, had to, help like, from
1: from a mega, you know, a mega yeah, power. we had we, had, we had
2: to beg like all of Britain's old, uh, you know, medieval enemies to help us. <laughs>
1: right, and we didn't even almost
2: win the civil war. We almost got fucking lost the civil war too. Even with you know much greater
1: resources, we had to beg Europe for help again. Then, <laughs> so, yeah. Now we're, we're it's just it's just preposterous. We're, we're the we're the ones who've always. Basically, cheated to win and then claim that we were the fucking like kings of the universe, you know? Total, the, the, total the, the,
2: fucking participation. We're, the, trophy we're energy. the
1: perpetual guy on the, in that fucking meme who's like biting on the metal and spraying the champagne. And then you realize he's in third <laughs> place on the pedestal, oh, <laughs> on the podium. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um,
2: And one last thing I want to get to before we get out of here. Um, We know how there uh, is like just a a rash, a wave of Starbucks uh, employees that are unionizing right now. And it's scaring the shit there. It's like, it's happening quicker and quicker and quicker. And they've got thousands of stores. And you know, with, if your staff is only 10 people and you all know each other really well, that's much easier to change hearts and minds than say, you know, 4,000 people at Amazon. So they're freaking out. So they're trying to do anything they can to, you know, not only prevent more union shops from uh, voting, but to punish the uh, the workers who have already unionized. So there was a tweet uh, this week, or actually late last week, from a guy uh, on Twitter who's <coughs> at the underscore g underscore genie who works at a unionized shop, and the picture is of just dozens and dozens of orders just stacked on top of each other on the counter. At a Starbucks, presumably where you would like, you know, make the order, call out someone's name, put it on the counter, they come pick it up and they leave. And it, but there's like dozens of them. And the guy tweets out Starbucks has cut our labor so much that our customers have to wait 30 to 40 minutes for their orders. This is a picture taken after our morning rush. This is all the food and drinks people abandoned. But Starbucks still makes sure to hang up fresh anti-union propaganda in the back. So basically what they're trying to do is put their own union shops out of business, trying to get their customers to, uh, like, you know, because, you know, they're they're unionized, but Starbucks management still writes the schedule. So they're deliberately understaffing so that their workers are just overwhelmed. With all the orders, and then the customers get pissed off because they only have so much time in between shifts or on the way to work or whatever. And then they just leave their food behind, and then they're pissed off. They won't come back to that shop. So they have enough of these stores. Same thing with like when, uh, you know, Walmarts have tried to unionize, they'll win the union vote, and then Walmart just shut that store down and say, oh, we need to shut down for six months due to uh, plumbing repairs. They did right. this back in 2015. Uh, they shut down like 10 stores all at the same time for plumbing repairs. Uh, it, so this, this is what they do, right? And this tweet blew up. I, I think the last time I checked it last night, this guy's tweet got uh, 200 and 200 two hundred five hundred thousand likes, 29,000 retweets. And just all these fucking bots were replying in the comments, you know, trying to undermine the workers. And this guy who I, I swear to God, this must be like a Sally Albright alt, but he he claims to be from outside the country. He says, I don't get it. Why did you still prep it if the client abandoned it? What was the cutoff time? Seems the staff just prepared them for the photo and then have them wasted. So
1: it's like yeah, no, that's what Starbucks workers love doing is is making a bunch of fucking drinks they don't have to make. Yeah. like that's what they so love. I I, re- I reply to this guy. I was like, you don't know how coffee shops work, do you?
2: <laughs> and even my because I was like one of the first comments when they posted this. My my fucking tweet blew up. Got two thousand three hundred fifty likes on it. Just as a reply, this fucking lunatic guy's got five hundred eighty two and somehow got fifty two retweets. <laughs> Like, who retweets a thing like that out of context? That's, like, clearly there's bots that work there. Right. But, yeah, he's, he's you know, I mean, maybe it's a, like, just to give him a benefit of doubt, maybe it's a language barrier, and he's from a country where uh, they do things totally differently, but, like, it, you know, they didn't cancel the order and then leave, and then they made the food
1: or the coffee. They
2: couldn't lift it because it because, was right.
1: understaffed and they couldn't fucking keep up with it for obvious reasons.
2: Right. And it's like I don't know if this guy's ever been to a coffee shop where there's a line of 35 people out the door but when you're that fucking busy you don't have any time to pay attention to who's still in the store or not.
1: No, they 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 put it on the counter and say, "Hey, Anthony, your order's ready." and like immediately run to the next one right. because they're fucking strapped for time, you know, so that's what happened. I,
2: and I saw a bunch of other comments too where people were like <laughs> deliberately pretending like they don't know how that works. <laughs> right. right. And they were like, "Well, if 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 I saw someone walk out the door, I would." And keep making their order. Like you have no fucking time to look at that. You're tunnel vision, right. trying to make 15 different fucking things on the line in front of you.
1: Like, I you have a clue there. if you're in at making the drinks. Who the fuck just walked out the door? If you weren't the person that worked, no. helped them at the register, and, and that's know? why
2: you put your fucking. They write your name on the thing so they can keep track of what it is because they right. don't fucking. You've got little. I, I never worked in a, in a, as a barista before, but I've I've worked food service, uh, front of the house and back of the house, and you don't know who the fuck is out there. Like, you're just completely focused on doing 15 different orders at the same time. That's all you can do. Right. Right. And so, yeah, whoever these people are, whoever these bots are who are trying to, uh,
1: you know, I'm
2: sure it's some consulting firm, some anti union consulting firm. I'm sure Howard
1: Schitts pays them, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for their their consulting, which accounts amounts to kids you know hitting retweet on a tweet deck for 50 accounts (laughs)
2: exactly exactly you've seen a picture of like somebody in some southeast uh, asian country and they have like a like a a desk or a board and it's got like 60 different (laughs) all the the
1: iphones on it yeah
2: just total total bot farming but yeah so it's you know like and and if you if you really were a, a starbucks employee uh and you made I'm guessing hundreds of dollars of of food for a photo op, like, you would get fired for that. Like, yeah. they would be like, what oh, the, of course, <laughs> you just, you know, so yeah, the photo is genuine, obviously. Um,
1: you also can't the, print the those tickets. You can't print those tickets if you don't fucking run it through the register, like the actual, like, the tickets exactly. Are, yeah. And you can it's, see it's, on
2: all the orders, they all have tickets on them. Right. So they just are the all fucking morons. But
1: whatever, you know, <laughs> but that's People the thing. Are that always lick the Starbucks boot, no has what. all
2: the money in the world to, ruin one of their own stores now i mean i I'm, would imagine if if this was a franchise and it was the owner they wouldn't want a person to personally lose money but right but howard I, schultz guessing... has all the
1: money to burn in the world to fucking let that store crater in order to stop having to pay a fucking living right. wage to his other right. employees
2: and most companies have some stores that are owned by you know franchise owner and then other stores that are actually owned by the corporation itself mm-hmm. right? right and so it's you know i'm, I'm sure this would be one of those that was, you know, they're, they're just going to take the, the loss and the money in the hopes that it will prevent other uh, workers from, being, you know, from unionizing, going, oh, they're going to punish me. They're going to punish all of us, cut our hours, and then make the working conditions that much worse.
1: Right. Right. And, and that's that's what these fucking leeches do. But uh, you can't let that fucking dissuade you, because in the end. You're going to win, and that's why they're fucking terrified right now, because like you said, it just it's it's and we said this at the fucking day we reported on the the Buffalo store unionizing, We're like, this shit's going to fall like it's going to spread like wildfire, because like you said, it's a smaller operation. Usually you're friends with like the the 10 to you know 15 people you work with at a Starbucks this is not going to take nearly as long as Amazon's going to take because you Amazon, I'm sure there are hundreds of people who work in an Amazon warehouse who you've never met before. Like if you work in an Amazon warehouse, but oh yeah, if you work at a Starbucks, you know, almost everybody that works there. Like you, it's just because oh, you, you, you would know everybody. Absolutely. Right. And it's Pro, all
2: a bunch of fucking, you know, young commie college kids. Right. right. So it's, right. it's perfect. It's
1: perfect. 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 Fucking uh, breeding ground for that. But yeah, so, um, All support to them. And uh, yeah, so that pretty much does it for us this week. Um, If you want to support the show, though, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left, facebook.com slash move left idiots, patreon.com slash move left. I am on Twitter at move underscore left.
2: I'm on Twitter at Bike Slutty. I had a couple random little notes here I wanted to get before we totally cap out here, but I I don't know if anyone's seen this, but there's a documentary on Netflix about the Three Mile Island nuclear disaster. And little fun fact that uh, the the movie "The China Syndrome," Hmm. which was about a a nuclear disaster uh, before there'd ever been one, came out only twelve days before the Three Mile Island. (laughs) (laughs) So like it was literally like you know, and it was like a huge movie. Jane Fonda was like fucking huge in the late seventies, and like literally like everyone was like, "Could that actually happen?" And then like. Not even two weeks later, it almost fucking did, <laughs> which right. is oh, crazy. Oh, I guess it could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thank God uh, Jimmy Carter was president. Because um, I, I learned this uh, just earlier this year that Jimmy Carter, when he was like a naval captain, was a nuclear engineer and he prevented a nuclear disaster by like, cr- cr- like him and his team like went into the fucking reactor themselves uh, and like may have saved the world <laughs> by doing wow. so. Yeah, just fucking, like, every day I'll learn, like, a new, or you know, I mean, not every day, but, like, every couple of weeks I'll learn, like, a new amazing thing about Jimmy Carter, and I was like, we were so lucky, we were so lucky to have that guy, not perfect, but, psh, like, the probably the best president ever had in our uh, lifetimes.
1: The, maybe the best human to ever hold that office, you know, like, maybe he wasn't the best president, I mean, you know, it, it's not a high bar, but, you I know. mean, just just as a person, like, he had, he had maybe some bad political instincts, but everything he's done before eh. and after...
2: I mean, he got all the hostages back from Iran alive. I don't think Ronald Reagan would have gotten them back alive. No, but, no, no. I, uh,
1: again, I don't think he was a bad yeah. president, but I think he's the least worst president is probably how I would phrase <laughs> yeah. it, you know? But yeah, but yeah. I mean, just what a, what a great fucking post-presidential life where he realized that he had to atone for the bad shit he did do while he was in office, you yeah. know, foreign policy-wise by just building yeah it was sell, for selling all the
2: weapons to thailand when they were in the middle of uh killing their own citizens Was probably a bad look but uh
1: and i also just imagine like there's just no way to. and i again not condoning it but like we we talked about this if bernie had won like there's a shit that like to not get assassinated you just do as president where you give the cia and the feds like little victories to not get us involved in even worse things oh yeah you know what i mean like it's just like well they're gonna kill me if i don't give them something they're chomping at the bit <laughs> right. for, you know like let them let them interfere in this country so they don't fucking take us to war with russia or you know
2: whatever i guess i don't know i mean it's just it's like like if, if bernie had gotten elected do you think we wouldn't still be trying to do coups in latin america no of course we still right and 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 i'm
1: sure he would be personally opposed to it but i don't think there's much he could do to stop it honestly like you're not gonna and this and again this is what fucking kennedy you know again we always talk about kennedy like kennedy you know thwarted one of the the, one of the fucking uh the national security state's biggest fucking priorities was to get us involved in in like a major conflict with cuba and he fucking pulled them out of there and like you know that among other things they fucking killed him for like they for sure just fucking killed him because yep. he didn't want to you know do that and he didn't want to go to Vietnam and they were like all right it's you know, next like <laughs> <laughs> right. we're not even waiting two years till the next election to fucking rig it just come on out now <laughs> we got a we got a narrow window to guess involved in this quagmire let's so I also
2: saw there was some random movie on uh, Netflix the other night and I was I couldn't tell who the the like European looking white guy who was on the cover of it was. And I was like, Oh, is that, is that Harry Styles? Is, <laughs> that, is that, that, that guy? Uh, Cause he's, you know, musician trying to do some acting now. And it was Bill stars And I was oh, like, shit. but I was, I, I like, start, I was like, does they look exactly alike? And I started like looking at pictures of them to get like two comparing the two. And I couldn't tell them apart. Like I, I could tell that they were two different people. But I couldn't tell which one was which.
1: They have that that like very sharp, <laughs> uh, like vaguely feminine, they, like attractive British yeah. thing, you know, going on. Like, yeah, the, whatever it is. I was, I just kept going back and forth. I was like, wait, okay, so I, <laughs> I I know
2: they're two different people, but I'm looking at this one and I'm looking at that one, and I don't know which one's which. He, I couldn't that, tell that ki-
1: that guy, that kid. I, I mean, he's not a kid anymore, but that guy's. I he he unfortunately like he's done big enough roles that he's probably going to get big parts now, but he would be such a good like creep character actor because he's got a great fucking like creeps which one are you talking about i don't not even Sk- know Bill, not, not <laughs> Harry Styles. um he would be like the fucking uh god what the hell's his name from the exorcist 3 someone's my friend's screaming it into the thing right now um uh but uh i'm gonna look it up because it's gonna drive me crazy and you'll know who i'm talking about uh uh fuck what's his name brad durf he's like the he's like the modern day brad durf where he just has this fucking weird creep face like uh where where like he would be a great just like you know a, a, like a, like bit player in like horror movies and like like murder mystery dramas but he's probably gonna yeah. end up doing big roles now like he's gonna well, be the crow coming up I mean in the remake it's like all the stars guards are taking all the roles
2: right now <laughs> apparently is he,
1: is he? i don't know if he's related but maybe I, um, I mean,
2: I, I, I think they all aren't the, like the old one. And then like the guy that was just in the Viking. Like I thought they're all part of the, there's, there's, there's
1: Stellan, uh, Skarsgård who is the fucking, the, the, uh, f- the guy, old guy from Thor and like fucking, uh, Orlando Bloom's dad and the pirates movies. <laughs> and then, right. Right. Then the other guy, Alexander, I, I, yeah, I assume they're all related, but that might just be like Smith in, in fucking Sweden or wherever the hell they're from. Like who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, well I know some of them He was are related, in the the fucking yeah. the new the Viking movie I want to see, Northman. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um all right. So that pretty much does it for us this week and uh yeah, so yeah, if you want to support do all the things I mentioned earlier uh and check us out next week. Yep. That's a wrap. We can't get away.